0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind book Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman.
1: Pogues, it's uh, fantastic to be here. We're back. We're doing a current movie that's in theaters. A movie that I strangely saw in a theater, although it was just me and one of the couple that hated that I was there, probably. Uh, yeah, they got for it, sex. It feels like a new era, uh, you know? It, it, it feels like things are oh hold on and a news alert oh no no never mind <laughs> it's good you got in while you could <laughs> yeah I got, I got i got i got a movie in real quick i was on a plane i think i've done it all right let's go back you got in to before quarantine. black death is kicked
0: <laughs> back in you fell for yeah. it that year law Woo! Um, back inside yeah so we did uh the suicide squad the not a remake not a reboot Soft soft reboot? Yeah, I guess. Uh just sort of an odd situation. Um We'll call it, I suppose. I found it weird that in the very beginning they sort of still tried to describe the premise of Suicide Squad and I thought they really think people aren't gonna know. It? Like you're are you just that pretending like yeah, the first don't know. movie never I, happened, they should really re explain the premise.
1: I thought that this movie's you know early first act it did a pretty good job of welcoming newcomers as well as yeah uh, I without, just, without wasting returners time you know <laughs> i just was
0: sort of surprised when they were like all right you guys and i was like wow they're really gonna re-explain the premise that just seems
1: kind of weird um, uh I'll, it is it is in quick fashion almost like almost like in a parody quick fashion but like all right you're a prisoner come with me we're putting a bomb in your neck and then you're going out <laughs> it's yeah almost as oh tip. it is
0: very quick i'm not saying they take a long time with it which i i give them credit for i was just surprised they they had to re-explain the bomb in the head thing which really never comes back up um i was just sort of surprised uh, uh, I mean, at some of them it creates boundaries for the heroes to I, work I guess with. It.
1: Um, uh f- a fun little easter egg the doctor administering the bomb into savant's neck is in fact the original one of the original creators of suicide squad
0: oh the comic book
1: yeah interesting mm-hmm. all right yeah a little, little little cameo in there you wouldn't have re- recognized because it's just like a nerdy doctor i was gonna say I, I don't think i would
0: recognize 90 percent of comic book creators <laughs> in a movie because i wouldn't yeah. have been looking for them um yeah, so uh, The Suicide Squad it was on HBO Max. If you have that, you can watch it without having to brave a theater, which is how I did
1: it. Um I did it both ways. Don't quit don't clip that. <laughs> don't clip nope. don't clip me saying I, I do it both ways, please. Don't worry, it's or, already or two, on you know the what? way
0: to your wife.
1: Uh It's a spectrum, who cares? Wait, no.
0: Um she says she's
1: okay with it. All right. Mm, <laughs> I,
0: I knew know too that. much about your <laughs> sexual preferences.
1: Um Uh For those of you that somehow didn't catch any of the uh, uh, lead up to this movie or the the recent hype for it, uh, uh, as a quick reference, this movie had a trailer release that confounded everyone as it scrolled through, God, like... Like thirty people that you recognize. Yeah, yeah.
0: Where it was just like, <laughs> here's every character that'll be in this. We're not going to tell you that most of them will be in it for three
1: minutes. Nathan Fillion returning, Jai Courtney. I mean, we talked about it in the mini episode. I mean, it's it's everybody. Yeah,
0: I will say we'll get to that later. But this movie, it is sort of raised in my estimation when they got rid of Jai K- Courtney. <laughs>
1: yeah famously all
0: right famously not a fan no he Uh, cannot act he (laughs) cannot act him and that guy from avatar i feel like are basically interchangeable because they're both not very good uh, kind of
1: generic white guy actors uh just because he was a piece of garbage in in uh, a good day to die hard uh uh, playing jack mclean is that is that is that what you're upset about
0: well, no, but that definitely didn't <laughs> endear me to
1: him. It's what I'm still upset about from whenever that movie came
0: out. I will tell you, um, I didn't see it because I was like, this movie's going to be bad. Then I was like, his son's Jai Courtney, it, I'm definitely well. out.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, James Gunn is is pretty infamous uh, as a director, especially in the comic book world. You know, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, while well, not a, a this same kind of movie. Yeah, By our not podcast. this precisely same kind of movie. It is... It, is, it was certainly like a, um, I, don't know, like, oh, I don't know what to call it. It was certainly like a, it's a, similar a left a way, turn for Marvel. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy was definitely out of the norm and sort of an outlier for Marvel to do like one and not very popular comic series that hadn't existed for a couple of decades, I think at that point. And then, you know, just sort of characters. People were like, I don't know who this is. And then the whole story takes place not on Earth, which is, you know, sort of a tough yeah. sell for a, a, a shared universe.
1: But he, and it wasn't he that like that? other marvel uh, other marvel movies weren't funny or at least weren't attempting to be funny but like they guardians of the galaxy the was of humor. was real tongue-in-cheek it really leaned into like pop culture references it was and very it, and it
0: had more like humor humor like the marvel movies are funny but they're right. mostly like one-liners or like pithy comebacks you know there's you're not gonna get like a lot of like joke jokes you know, they're all very and not that I'm, I'm bad I love the Marvel movies. Yeah, but this one no, was yeah, the first to have like pretty good movies people's making jokes or things that are more jokes.
1: Sometimes they have good jokes, like Some. like watching Colson like fanboy over Captain America and wanting him to sign his cards, a favorite of mine. But also in the same movie, you know, you got Iron Man stepping out the back of the, the plane and being like, uh, what's your plan of attack? I have a plan. Attack and you're like, Ugh,
0: uh, Oh yeah, uh, my body. yeah."
1: my body oh so bad for, for
0: every um, good marvel joke there's age of ultron which was just yeah. like i think like the meter where they were like how many one-liners can we throw in uh
1: but james went over to dc which is absolutely demonstrably not known for its comedy <laughs> or good movies or good I mean, even its best movie up until this point, which I think we all would agree is Wonder Woman, is not a funny movie, necessarily. Well, what about Shazam? It's got humor in it. Uh, Shazam would probably be its most successful attempt to humor until this film, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But even that was, like, fine. Yeah. Fine all around. Um, uh, But this... This is James Gunn coming in, doing his, his his odd sense of humor. Although I do, this is, we're so far away from talking about the movie, I'm sorry, but I do want to make a side comment. I kind of want James Gunn to step away from Marvel and DC and just go back and make his own stuff, because yeah. he's got such a weird perspective, and I feel like, and this is, I think, a good example of it, he's a little tethered when he's on, like, uh, one of these mega studio Well, uh, I, I feel uh, like uh, this one was, so I feel like what made Guardians of the Galaxy work is... They got
0: him and they were just like, make a James Gunn movie. Like, we love you. You're sort of crazy. You got a good visual sense. Like, make a movie and we'll sort of just make sure you don't do anything, you know, to like ruin a a $200 million movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This movie I felt like, and I put this down, is um, some of the movie feels like it's a James Gunn movie. And some of it feels like DC wrote James Gunn a note and said, these six things have to be in the movie you have to put them in and you can try to put your spin on them but they need to be like they were in the other movies and so there's these weird moments where you're like boy this is not James Gundy and you can like tell that it just felt forced like a lot of the Harley bits felt really out of place with the rest of the humor because like the rest of it's sort of funny like sophomoreish kind of like bickering humor and she's off doing the really terrible humor that they put her in the first Suicide Squad and you know, it just felt really there's a couple of bits that just feel so out
1: of place to the rest of the movie that I was like, boy, I can't believe he let that go. I'll I'll comment real quick. First off, to those listening, I I thought this was a absolutely a good movie just to be clear before before we inevitably break it down and before it pokes it delivers a verdict that i think will disappoint some people i i genuinely like this movie the second thing is that i do agree the pacing i think is what shows that not necessarily harley to me uh the pacing is bizarre in rewatching at home with with sarah uh, the one that struck me the most and this sounds like i'm commenting on the harley storyline is that suddenly we just like left turn into this sort of like montage romance with the yes the, uh the leader of quarter and like i didn't, didn't like not enjoy it but watching it a second time i'm like wow this is out of nowhere in fact that was even one of sarah's comments while watching this like, what are we doing like it, it was almost as if they'd cut some interluding scenes that would get us there and just we just like vaulted into this and it, we it vaulted into the next it thing. felt to me like her whole section after she's captured up until they get back to her
0: it felt like they had written a script where she gets captured and either the guys rescue her or something and dc was like no she needs to be in the movie more and they were like just put something in the middle where she's doing something and she kills some people and because it it, it it just felt like they tacked it it in because it serves no purpose that guy dying really doesn't do anything to the plot yeah her being there doesn't really do anything to the plot
1: Here's the problem with hanging that criticism on Harley. I would say the majority of people who went and watched this movie liked Harley the most. I, I would t- I would put good money on that. Oh, so that would I, because people think that the first Suicide
0: Squad thing. movie was good. And they are demonstrably wrong. <laughs> ben, you can have a, not... an opinion and be <laughs> entirely wrong. Most
1: most people did not think the Suicide Squad movie was good. But I, I still think Harley does well all the time i will i will say
0: this and this is not a comment on margot robbie because i don't have an opinion really of her one way or the other uh other than she does a horrible horrible accent which was more (laughs) egregious in this movie than i felt it was in the first one
1: (laughs) i'm not bothered by it
0: and this version of harley i could not like less she is essentially (laughs) a watered down (laughs) version of the joker she's uh trying to be funny which never works because her jokes Uniformly throughout this entire movie, just fall so flat. They they're not funny. That maybe it's the delivery. I don't know. There's a terrible joke where she says she likes rain because it's like angels splooging on her.
1: It was like, that's definitely the worst like, joke like, in the that's movie. Not, by a long shot. That doesn't even make yeah. sense.
0: That's not what splooj isn't water. Like it doesn't make it. She just said like peeing on me. anything would have made. And that pretty much code of, like is a good example of her for the entire movie. It's just really bad humor. And an attempt I, to make her be the Joker, which is not the point of Harley Quinn's character. Which I
1: definitely don't agree that her humor is a full fail throughout the film. But it is, I would say, maybe on average, not a success. Uh, yes, I, I would I say mean, it's more that,
0: unsuccessful than
1: success. I, I would give you credit fish on that one. That line, and I think there's at least one other. that I'm trying to think of, reminded me of like lines that i think ended up in the script because someone cut them out of the deadpool 3 movie and they accidentally fell into this movie and then it was just
0: like i don't know like (laughs) she shoots the president of the maltese and then she has to mention he has a big dick and i was just like why is this in the movie like it it, like i was just like that's (laughs) such a like stupid and point and like i don't know maybe just because i'm old and i become really bitter but like Shit like that that's just, like, really lazy writing really bugs me anymore. Because I think somebody probably got paid $12,000 for that line. (laughs) And I'm like, it's a fucking... That person should not be allowed to work in Hollywood. It's a terrible joke. The person who wrote the Alien Spooch line shouldn't be allowed
1: to work anywhere. (laughs) Well, before we get too deep into breaking down Harley Quinn specifically, uh, uh, let's talk about Suicide Squad because uh, its intro is probably what most Uh, of us expected would happen. Yes,
0: the intro... Well i didn't expect the initial intro because the movie does the you know starts and then eight days earlier sort of thing the right 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 and so i didn't see the team being brutally murdered uh in the first five minutes i didn't see that coming and then there being a second team who was actually brought in to complete the objective
1: uh yeah this enjoyable little twist i will say and this is going to disrupt a ton of this podcast and I I, I almost don't want to say it. Um, I liked Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, in the first movie. Uh, It was one of the only things that I found somewhat enjoyable about the first movie. Uh, I kind of would have liked to have seen a little more of him, but... Or, or see him in the future in something. Uh, no, but it's fine. He's I guess dead. If, I, guess if, I guess if he's dead, he's dead. <laughs> I uh, mean, this movie, he this out movie was in a,
0: in a real rush to make sure almost every character from the previous movie who
1: they had to bring back died. Uh, I felt like they this were just is, like, I, this we, also, we're not allowed to
0: kill Harley Quinn or right, Amanda Waller. So anybody else is
1: yeah. dead. This is also where the movie ends up being kind of a soft reboot because it, it's it's established quickly that like, uh uh, harley and and uh boomerang and And flag all know each other other. and they feel like they're like they even refer to themselves as like veterans of this kind of stuff whereas everyone else is chaff ready to die which ends up being uh somewhat accurate because boomerang is also one of them but yes um yeah so it's in that way it is still like a a soft reboot yeah but yeah
0: i mean I, i think the goal was it wasn't supposed to he said he specifically didn't want to have to address anything that happened in the first movie like he said I'll use the same characters and the same basic right. st- but I don't want to have to address any of it I don't want to have to explain while they're still working for him I don't want to explain anything like uh, and that um, that opening also starts off my initial one of my first notes is just I feel like Margot Robbie went to the guy who taught Nicolas Cage's southern accent and he said yeah I know what people sound like from New Jersey <laughs>
1: yeah i know what human beings sound like it's
0: it's so it's just and recently actually this week i've been rewatching some of batman the animated series and it just grates on my nerve even more knowing how good the girl who does i I don't know the actress's name i'm sorry who does the voice of harley quinn in the animated series how good she is at it and like how good it plays on the character and then just maybe even more angry knowing that there's like such a crappy imitation of it out there (laughs) But this introduced another terrible joke where she said, I got road rage in a mall or something. And I was like, oh, God, this mm-hmm. is fucking awful. Uh, boomerang seems fine. I don't really care one way or the other. I don't particularly like Joy Courtney, but I wouldn't have been if he had lived and he was in the rest of the movie. I don't think I would have been like it ruined it. But I did sort of enjoy yeah. him dying.
1: Because <laughs> I just I him I an Let's not, let's think of, the deaths in the beginning, like, really set a tone uh, for the comedy in the film, that, yes. at least the comedy that works. I mean, watching watching Nathan Fillion's arms yes. impotently slap people before he's dead. Because exactly when you're thinking to yourself, wouldn't they just shoot the arms? They yes. shoot the arms. <laughs> that's exactly my, how you think it was going to go. My favorite
0: part is he pops his arms off and they start floating ahead. And you're like, <laughs> boy, that's not particularly great. And then they get up there. And he can't even fight. He's just, like, smacking them. Like, not yeah. even... Like, it would be because so Because he doesn't have, like...
1: He doesn't have super strength or yes, anything, so he's, so he's not really the able... <laughs> um, yeah. Not to it, mention, I think... I don't really know the specifics of his powers, but, I mean, like... To grab a gun, if you were to grab a gun somebody had in front of you, part of the help there is that your body is there to yes. anchor your arms, <laughs> so if they're floating, it feels like they'd be particularly useless.
0: <laughs> uh, I do like when they start shooting them, they cut back to Nathan Philly and he's just laying on the ground going,
1: ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just writhing before he's himself shot. Yeah. I thought it was, I mean, like, everyone gets done a little a little dirty, but but like TDK and uh, 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 and and Javelin are both, I mean, joke characters. Yes. Uh, even 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 in comics, they're treated as if they're goofball, like nonsense things that were then just barely kept as canon. Like yes. Blackguard, Bla- Blackguard has a little bit of a history fighting Booster Gold, and he's got like some powers and stuff. And <laughs> I mean, yeah. he does die in during a Suicide Squad mission, but it's so funny that he's just Pete Davidson. He's yes. not even like a powered character he's just pete davidson with guns i I had to say that i was
0: mildly disappointed when pete davidson died he was like oh i kind of hoped he'd be in it for a little while i would have enjoyed i really love pete davidson his sort of like the character that he seems to play in a lot
1: of stuff his cocky delivery to all jokes is is typically quite good and it would have fit well If, if if the first team had just half died and made it like a little bit inland before they failed further and we got to see a, a smidge more i wouldn't have been too too mad uh but yeah no it's fine it's finally got wiped out obviously like you said you get H- harley and flag of plow armor yeah um, yeah yeah and so uh, they get away but you
0: see everybody else die which is sort of like you know somewhat giant and, and it, you realize i didn't realize the movie was r-rated i wasn't paying you know i didn't mm. i wasn't
1: you weren't ready for the absolute gore? No,
0: it wasn't that I wasn't oh! ready for it. When Pete Davidson's face exploded, I was like, oh, it's R-rated. <laughs> and then I was welcomed to like a movie that was R-rated, and occasionally it just felt like they were like, I don't think we've said the F-word for a while. Put it yep. into this line. Every so often somebody would just say the F-word, and I was like, oh, this is, I don't know. It, it, this is fun. It's very jarring when people say it, and it doesn't feel like it should be. Like a person doesn't <laughs> swear, and then all of a sudden it's just like,
1: this is fucking bullshit. You're like, I don't think they would say that. Uh, I should also pay homage to Mongal, who is, like, an alien and daughter of somebody big. I, 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 I forget. Yeah, I
0: think they, they mention that when the people in the Suicide Squad headquarters are betting on who will die first. And the one person's like, yeah, is she, like, a she, god? Or I think she's, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. Um, yeah.
1: Regardless, she she was she was theoretically pretty powerful. And so. She was. She pulled a helicopter out of the group. And uh, an uh, alien. Yeah, just
0: she d- ha- held on to it.
1: I guess just, just not coordinated enough. Yeah, uh, hadn't, hadn't had enough experience on the field. I guess was the gist there. Um, but yeah, we watched that. We watched that squad get wiped, and then we pan over the beach to the yeah. actual people in the movie, which is a pretty good. Time. Uh, I thought
0: that was pretty good, and I thought that was a clever way to sort of introduce a new Suicide Squad, and not have it because I at first when the movie started, I was like, how are they just going to introduce like all of the extra characters? Because like, are they just going to do the same thing? Because it's sort of silly. But I thought this was a clever idea to be like, oh there's a secondary suicide squad that like is the actual one who's supposed to achieve the objective uh and then we get the flashback where we're introduced to some of the characters again uh they did do something which i thought was pretty clever that i feel like um ryan reynolds should take note of uh which is how you do meta humor without just saying your own name repeatedly uh <laughs> there's a scene where there amanda waller is with some of her associates and she's describing uh Bloodsport. Um, and her description of Blood Sport is very similar to the description of Deadshot. Peacemaker. Well, no, Deadshot in the first movie.
1: Oh, right, right, yeah. She
0: mentions that anything in his hands is a deadly weapon, I'm pretty sure, in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. And he says that and then when he meets him, he says, Wait, you said everybody's for their unique they call out the fact that bloodsport is clearly just replacing deadshot (laughs) in this movie they've taken a (laughs) character who is literally the exact same character and are just using him and i was like that's a brilliant bit of like meta humor to basically call out the fact to be like yes we replaced one character with literally an identical character almost and what i thought was funny then too was his thing was he had a daughter too which is the plot of uh deadshot remember he's trying to get out so he can get to see his daughter and so it was like it's like wow do you because I, I don't know i don't know anything about Bloodsport i had never heard of this character until this movie um so it was just sort of funny i thought that was like a great meta humor bit to like sort of bring up and i thought idris elba i mean i i really like idris elba in general as an actor i think he's really cool uh, really great actor but i thought he had surprisingly
1: great comic timing in this movie he did, and and it was a smart, it was a smart um, choice to hang the movie on him and not someone that might be a more stupid like DC like uh, like meeting room. But like oh, Harley's our star. Let's let's, let's hang the whole yeah, story around and, her. Yeah, and I
0: feel like that this might have been... that was a good choice. I think that might have been gun pushing to be like because I think Probably. I, I think honestly had he had his you know whatever he wanted i think there's a chance he wouldn't have put harley in the movie at
1: all i think he would i also would have wanted to just make his own movie i also absolutely like the way better interpretation that that he's a bad person yes that he's a mercenary for he's a he's a mercenary uh who kills people for money that is who he is and when his daughter comes to see him his reaction is you're a bad thief don't be a thief yeah uh, because not because you shouldn't because it's morally wrong but because you're bad at it and you're gonna get caught yeah and also don't don't come time. here <laughs> don't come here because I suck I'm bad I'm, I'm a shitty person I yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't come see me I enjoyed when he Whereas, was like
0: he like what do you want from me I'm a terrible father <laughs> I was like well no, you rarely see that in a film
1: Will Smith is like wiping the like the blood of an innocent civilian off his like knife, and then he turns around and hugs his daughter. Yeah, remember like, at the end he's I... like <laughs> teaching her
0: like math, and it's like, you're am I a... supposed to you're think you're cool?
1: <laughs> you're a bad guy. Like I don't know, I don't think I'm supposed to think you're cool.
0: Yeah, so I, um, I quite enjoyed um, th- that, that Elba. theme. I thought he was, and I thought his his uh, like rivalry with Peacemaker was pretty funny. Uh, John Cena is i just think one of the weirdest people like as a human being i just think he's yeah. one of the most bizarre guys when you see him in interviews and stuff he's just so weird but he also seems to be like one of the most likable people because he's i think yeah i think he holds the record for the most make a wish wishes yeah ever he does he anytime which, a kid says i sounds- want to meet john cena he just says okay he's never like no He'll make Which it sounds
1: happens. hard to do, by the way, because when you're meeting Make a Wish kids, you're not often meeting success stories. I mean, as in yes. kids who come to, to to come back around, to, to yeah, yeah. To, but kids I mean, the, the, the fact that he so is... that's fucking rough that he does all that. Yeah, yeah.
0: To constantly be meeting kids, you know who are you know they're going to uh, die.
1: I mean, that's what the Make a Wish Foundation for is. is unfortunately. At the the suicide squad premiere i saw pictures everyone's there obviously from the film in what is normal yes. fashion wear and he's dressed in the helmet and everything as peacemaker the whole yeah. night he seems. i also it's saw an interview with him
0: on graham norton where he basically said my wrestling character is the dumbest character that's ever been invented in wrestling <laughs> but people love it and so i don't know what to do basically he doesn't say it in so many words but he basically is like my whole thing is I become invisible by waving my hand. He's like, it's the stupidest thing I could have thought of.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hilariously dumb. So yeah, I mean, so, but jo- but John John Cena. Is, I mean, you were just talking about comedic timing. I think John Cena is another incredible success. And the story two of them together, the like, there's stuff like yeah. when he's like, uh, he's like, wait,
0: you just said I'm unique. This guy's the exact same thing. He's like, yeah, but I'm better. And he's like, no, I never miss. I always hit dead center. He's like, I hit more in the center. He's like, you can't hit more in the center of something. <laughs> these like smaller bullets
1: it's like there's like some these are these are like the points of like exceptionalism in the movie like where where the dialogue is good the pacing is nice and rapid but not overwhelming the characters like uh, idris and 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 cena who obviously we've we've established that we like their 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 timing they're 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 bouncing off each other even though they're antagonistic to each other like excellent stuff yeah that was great uh
0: the realization that interest character characters are afraid of rats and he's with rat catcher 2. Mm-hmm. Uh rat catcher one played by a surprisingly <laughs> bizarre cameo from I, I always say his name wrong. yeah Takai Kai uh, ta-
1: yeah strange to me too because they're supposed to be in like uh, where did she say they're from uh, I think per- York, uh, oh yeah Portugal or something yeah yeah and he's he's not attempting
0: oh he's just <laughs> he's straight up <laughs> he's st- he's doing st- he's like no i'm from new zealand you know it's just like he doesn't care i mean it, but he's great it was just very surprised like when he when they finally showed him in like a clear enough flashback you could recognize him. yeah
1: i was like yeah why is this why, why?
0: <laughs> like i mean i like him but like who was like you know who'd be great for this one line of dialogue
1: this yeah. <laughs> is comedic actor um um i am i am positively obsessed with um uh david dasmalchian if that's how you pronounce his name uh who plays uh uh, uh polka dot man yes he, he's a- absolutely obsessed with him he he uh, i love these we <laughs> I, I don't he's not in enough stuff for my for my liking like he's just he a delight he was in ant-man great in ant-man yeah even though he i remember does, him in ant-man even though i
0: think he went to margot robbie's voice coach to teach him one of the worst russian accents since john yeah, alcovich for sure, for sure. in rounders but um he uh he's funny in it uh the weird thing where like he just pictures everybody as his mother because he hates his mother and then they keep showing like his view and it's just the same woman uh the one where they did it and it was all the people from suicide squad yeah, but they were the just his mother, inclu- including
1: in- inclu- including the shark king, king shark,
0: king yeah. shark. <laughs> yeah um king shark that i mean
1: stallone bringing it uh having stallone just say like nom nom over and over again Mm -hmm. is a pretty funny thing to have done to him (laughs)
0: also what's great is i don't think they're doing anything to his voice i think he Uh, yeah you know he kind of just has that kind of slow goofy draw so i don't think they're really doing much except for maybe lowering the bass a little or raising the bass whichever would make it more bassy uh Uh, yeah so he was great um that's the whole crew right we didn't miss somebody did we
1: uh, I mean, yeah, we talked about Ratcatcher too. Uh, no, no, we didn't miss anybody. Um, yeah, so they're, they're like an interesting team. They meet up with Flag. Um. Uh, yeah, this is one of the scenes that, like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. It, it, it is a bummer <laughs> to watch them kill rebels and then just suffer zero yeah, consequences so from was, it. that was, that
0: was something that, at the time, like, when I saw it, like, I was like, oh, that's kind of a funny joke. That, then I was like, wait, those were essentially freedom fighters. That's not, like, a great joke. And the movie ends with a rather, I-, I thought, bizarre joke, which is Weasel from the very beginning, who they think drowned, is still alive and walks off. They also denote earlier in the film that Weasels killed, I believe, 27 children. 27 children. children. <laughs> it's like, I was like, why would we want him to survive? He's a child murderer. That's that's <laughs> not a redeemable character.
1: It's pretty bizarre. Uh, and, and it's pretty bizarre that, that, you know, like, they're willing to, like, throw themselves at the monster at the end considering that they kill who are, are essentially like a whole camp of innocents yes. for for a bit and but then, I, and then I, seemed unremorseful about I it think you know i think the one thing
0: that's supposed to continue on is and this is something that also doesn't make sense for harley with the way they player is but i think the idea is supposed to be that none of them can take the idea of somebody killing a child that like that's the limit Because they point out that the town is full of uh, innocent women and children. And that's what makes Idris Elba be like, oh, and so I think it's supposed to be like, he's a criminal, but he doesn't want to murder. Because like, you know, in prison, child murderers are like the lowest, you
1: know, like child rapists and murderers. They have to be put in protective
0: custody because they'll be killed otherwise.
1: That's kind of really what I'm at is like. You know, in, like, The Wire or, like, sh- movies like that, it- it's almost, like, important to both, like, sides of this, like, drug war that the only casualties are participants of. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even even ga- even gangsters who are willing to do, like, a drive-by shooting don't ever intend to shoot just random people or people who are just, like, moms walking home from with groceries. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's this sort of like boundary set where you're in the game and you're not and in the and game. And I feel like, like sort that's of
0: the, sort of the... What that's the vibe
1: are. of the Suicide Squad is that they're out there. They're fighting just like the Corto Maltese corrupt army. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Are some of them probably just conscripted or have no alternative, or, or just like, sure, yeah, they live in a
0: third but, world country. So it's like being in the military think, is
1: a job. <laughs> don't think too hard about it. They're part of an evil army. It's okay. I can accept those terms. But like again, these people... The Rebels were, were people, very weird. These were people who escaped, <laughs> who escaped tyranny, and were like washing their laundry and yeah, got the like woman shot and doing uh, Her laundry bullets. when she's killed, and then it's hard to juggle that with the comedy of the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. For yeah, because at a the end when they're
0: little like, "Oh, uh, we didn't see anybody," and then like, they're just like sort of play it off, and they're like, "We'll still help you." It's like, what the
1: fuck, man? It I is was sort I, of yeah. weird. There's like no consequences for like their bad but like their shitty behavior and which is almost annoying. I will say though I just want to commence it real quick. Two of my favorite line deliveries in the favorite movie are both from David Desmalshian who in this one delivers like they're all mumbling about like how they how there they was no one there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he just adds in like stiff as ever, you know, I turned them in my mother in my head and then killed them. Uh, one of my favorite deliveries, that and the, the following one, is when Milton is inevitably shot down. Oh, yeah. Powerful Milton. <laughs> and he's having an argument about his importance. He just gets up. He goes, he was helping us. Now he's dead. <laughs> like, yeah, no. That, that was funny
0: just because, like, his reaction to sort of, like, and I thought that was, like, kind of a good joke. Because, you know, like, in these movies... There's always like an extra set of people who come with them to like a final objective. Yeah, yeah, off, yeah, And no one ever reacts to it. So I was like, <laughs> "That's that's again sort of good meta humor that, Like the one person cares." And I was and like, I "That always, was funny."
1: I always love it when a movie is shows me something. I think in the back of my head something, and then the movie comments on that very thought. Yeah. And my and my thought was as they're like running through this like the fifth level, of the, like they're deep in the facility yeah, at this point. They're, they're, they're not the entrance. So high up. They're all the way up in this facility, and, like, they, they jog through this, like, cubicle section, and there's, like, I'm like, is that that guy who was driving the van? You can and see me.
0: When they first opened <laughs> the door, he, him. Yeah. he follows them in, and, it, and I saw it, and I was like, why is that guy going in with them? And he's just, like, carrying, like, the bag of explosives, and I was like, why is this guy in cargo shorts going with them? And then they address it. So, yeah, that was a good bit. There's a couple of, like, really, like, pretty
1: decent bits in the movie
0: uh Mm -hmm. i thought that one was really pretty funny um
1: uh so as we're introduced to like the the landscape of the court of maltese we're we're dropped into a couple more uh interesting characters one of them is the thinker Mm -hmm. uh who's interesting if i think a little underdeveloped
0: um yeah uh, i want to know
1: i want to know more about like what his power was because at no point was he ever particularly smart
0: he appeared to have just glued pieces of metal to his head. Yeah, he wasn't very smart, and he didn't seem to have the ability to control humans, which I thought was the thinker's
1: power in the comics. I thought I mean, that's what made, was the
0: things on his head was for.
1: It's made clear that he's, you know, intelligent because he's performing research. But, like, he's been at it for 30 years. That
0: was something else that I thought was weird, because <laughs> in my mind I was like, that actor must be way older than I think he is, because that guy really looks like he's like in his fifties. I'm like, he started when he was twenty? That seems way too young to be put in charge of a uh, uh,
1: like a yeah. mission
0: to determine extraterrestrial life. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> Not to mention that when you encounter these like characters in comics who are uh, like exceptionally like, like like giant head, like super powered smart, I don't, I wouldn't expect them to just be like doing generic research for 30 years it isn't sort of what i would apply their abilities to and yeah the, the original thinker to my understanding had some kind of mind control and telekinesis in addition to his like genius well, the, level and, and he left. does
0: mention later when he sees what's her name use uh when she he sees rat catcher to use the device um he
1: says oh he's working on something, working similar. On something yeah. similar
0: for humans and i was like oh weird Colin."
1: but um this is also an excellent time for me to comment on something. Uh, I did some reading for this movie, Pokes. Oh, that guy's sixty-three, so it's not as bad as I thought. All right, go ahead. I, I did some reading for this. I read a couple, um, uh, you know, Suicide Squad comics. I reread one that I was aware of, more modern one, and then I went back and and read one of the originals, like Brave and the Bold, um, like where they were first seen. Uh, yeah, it's all
0: it's all like characters you've never heard of.
1: Yeah, except weasels in there.
0: <laughs> I I assumed he might have been. I forgot. I knew there was a bunch of like really crappy characters.
1: We Weasel, by the way, in his original incarnation is not a were creature oh. or or an anthropomorphic weasel. He looks like one if you were to google a picture of him. He looks just like well, he, I mean, the one in the movie is a little creepier, but he looks just like the he's like a giant like Sasquatch kind of like, you know, werewolfy looking guy. <laughs> He's a, his actual character isn't a costume pokes. He is a disgruntled prof- professor with no powers. Oh, so he's sort dresses, of like
0: the nineties jackal, yeah. Who Spider-Man? just dresses
1: dresses up like a weasel, I guess. That seems and like puts a like a claws claws on his costume to kill his co- collegiate competitors. <laughs> and Bizarre. he's arrested and put on the suicide squad where he tries to betray the thinker who's also on the original squad or at least oh. one of the original squads and then <laughs> and then is like zapped into oblivion by the thinker's like brain or whatever the hell he's able to do so he's dead like almost instantly but i just couldn't get over this idea that he's just like he's just like a math professor who's upset about his tenure <laughs> it's it is like an a odd choice. <laughs> it's,
0: but i get it man so... tenure's hard man <laughs> so hard to get. You have to
1: be published. It's just—it's a real nightmare. But yeah, this this sort of second act um, is interesting. I think it's weaker than this. I think I think the, I think these acts I, I, again. To be clear, enjoyed the film. Would watch it again. Um, I think it was an excellent outing for DC in one of its only recent success stories in its terrible, terrible lineup. Um, but I feel like the the enjoyment I have of the movie takes a step, not extreme, but a step down each act. Because the second act is a little meandering. Yeah, that um, that was
0: my big problem. Well, not, I mean, I had multiple problems. One of my problems with the movie was it its pacing was very weird. The beginning of the movie feels like somebody told them that they had to cut the movie down by 20 minutes. And so, like, scenes are going by so fast in the beginning. And then they get into the jungle, and it's like, nah, eh, we're in no hurry now. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay. And it sort of meanders till they get into the city. And it just feels like so much of that could have been cut down or out and made the movie shorter and probably a little more enjoyable. But then the third act, you dislike the third act?
1: Uh, well, yeah, the third act I only dislike because it devolves into uh, a, 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 a regular superhero movie, which I guess at some point it had to be. Yeah, you know I, am yeah. I, I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm being too unfair. But but at some point it has to be where it's like there's now a monster, we're gonna use our respective abilities. As unclear as they are, because it it's 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 constantly uncertain to me what people are capable of. Like, I understand that Aegis Elba has exceptional marksmanship, um, but he also has like nano guns that they never explained. Yeah, that
0: he can just connect and they form a whole new gun, which seems like a weird device to have.
1: Yeah. Which is And one of them turns into
0: a sword, and I'm just like, can you just attach anything to anything, and it'll become something new, or...
1: Unclear. Uh, The power of that gun is unclear, uh, because he's shooting it at the starfish, and it seems to notice it, but not react. Mm -hmm. Like, it's being wounded. And the
0: fan on the front seemed, uh, like, I couldn't imagine that did anything.
1: Margot Robbie, I understand that she's, like, a gymnast, basically. She's basically like an evil Robin, more or less, in description. Um... i I would say this
0: is uh, this is another problem i have with this version of harley which is she is is essentially uh, a superhero yeah she's like batman and it's like it's very confusing because and that's my big problem with the harley in this movie is she is portrayed as being extremely stupid like just unbelievably stupid multiple times she is so unaware of what's happening that it's like almost confusing she says she says says a ton of dumb stuff she's a psychopath which is not the point of her character in the the original cartoon (laughs) or in the comics she's not Uh a sociopath you know she's not psychotic she's you know a victim of the joker but that's a whole nother thing and she is portrayed as being like as good a fighter as batman if not better and that's very confusing it is confusing because it just seems like she's whatever they want her to be at the given moment and the comics
1: the comics play with this too. She'll, like, do crazy shit with a giant hammer in the con. You know, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not fine saying with that. I mean, it's it's inconsistent in the comics. But she's, as well.
0: like, Jason Bourne and shit to, like, I like know. break out of the handcuffs and stuff. It's like, this is not possible. Uh,
1: uh, I mean, side note Margaret Robbie did the acrobatics of that scene to some degree, which is pretty cool. She didn't use a stunt woman. That's pretty interesting. Uh, where she's hanging by chains. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm like, sure she's wearing then, a
0: harness. You can't physically follows, hold yourself up by your wrist. It, yeah. They would break. But
1: you're right. It, it follows her, like, <laughs> It's as if she's like, uh, what's her name from like Firefly, like something she enters like those hallways and yes,
0: like, uh, <laughs> like River Gal, where all of a sudden she just yeah. becomes
1: yeah, and that's that's what sort as of as it, it's me. as if she has like ultimate like is it, it, in fact in that sequence she seems better at gun stuff than Bloodsport, yeah. whose thing is guns,
0: right? She's firing two M16s. In two hands, which is, I will tell you, nearly impossible to fire them accurately. Uh, you and you're that... be so strong to control the recoil of a gun. She just fires and hits everyone and misses, I think, like six rounds.
1: And I know it sounds like I'm nitpicking. The it's... problem is, is that when you give people unclear power levels, it also allows them to just sort of get out of anything well, without any creativity. The they other just problem say, is... I'm awesome at all stuff, so I can just go ahead and get the gun and then kill all th- people with gun. Yes. i am now free it's I, I, i'm also boring. the best and then the other
0: problem is, is it looks cool but then, but yeah but then the other problem you also have is at no point do you ever feel at all concerned for the character there's no moment where you think oh something could happen to this character because you're like no right she can do whatever she needs to because they will not ever stop her character because of how in the
1: finale it. she's like thrown into a f- collapsing building and i'm like oh that's it but then she reappears, like, on a different building on the roof with yes. that javelin. And I was like, all right. Like, she's just kind of wherever she needs to be. She survives. And, he's, and it's not, it's just, I, again, I mean, it's fine. It's fine that people like Harley Quinn. But I think the fandom for Harley Quinn has made it so that her character doesn't have to be interesting. Um, yeah, and that's, in, that's my problem. In, is in most scenes, this which is kind the, of bothers this me. This is the
0: slow decline of the character. She went from being like an interesting thing to be like, oh, this is, you know, a person who's lured in by the magnetism of essentially a, a, seri- a mass murderer who has, you know, a lot of problems, like a lot of uh, socio and psychopaths and stuff. And he's charismatic and she's drawn into it in sort of, you know, like a Stockholm syndrome sort of thing. And she eventually falls in love with him and she has like a weird reaction and all that. And so she's sort of like a victim who's stuck in a very abusive relationship. Then DC realized people loved that Harley Quinn was in love with Joker and they tried to play up that relationship, even though it's the definition of a terrible relationship. <laughs> then they were like, well, Harley Quinn should be slutty. I don't know why. She just, all of a sudden, they were like, what if she only wore booty shorts and her and like, uh, belly shirts? Why? I don't know. She just does. Cause we want her to look sluttier because that'll sell more comic covers if she's half naked all the time. And you're like, oh, Okay. Then she became a sociopath on par with the Joker. And now she is so degraded from what she was, which was a therapist who gets tricked by the Joker. She just seems like she's trailer park trash the way they play her now. And she's just it's, not funny. It's and she's a mass murderer who occasionally is like, well, we can't let X people die. And it's like, you have murdered. You've made it clear <laughs> in this series. You'll kill anyone because you do not care. You have no empathy. So you would not care if anyone died. And that's the what's joke, so confusing. The joke?
1: The joke about what puts you here is that you walked into a bank of innocent people and I assumed hurt or killed some of them yes. to try and get money. Like, we, we, yeah, it, it is, it is strangely inconsistent. It is strange. I, I will say I don't find her to be a problem, uh, uh, in terms of like her screen presence or, or the majority of her comedy. I don't find it to be a problem. I did laugh at things Harley Quinn had to say, um, when they're pacing around the thinker. Uh, uh there's some other moments that I enjoyed Um, but I think she was not the not the comedic center of the movie you know even though I think they were trying yeah, that, to make her
0: the yeah the scene with the thinker uh, was I mean I, did you ever watch Stella yes they basically stole a joke from Stella and just redid it and I was mm. like wow this is insane and also it's a weird joke to do because the premise is the person who says it is a moron which is at one point, they're at a board meeting, they're all talking, and they're all giving points. And then Michael Showater gets up and he says, now I say something, and then just sits back down. It's a great <laughs> yeah, bit, it's really funny, but they do the thing where she's like, now I walk by. And I was like, that's basically the same joke.
1: Yeah, it And you're is playing her is delicious. so
0: stupid, she doesn't know any, and I was like, it just doesn't make sense. She's either supposed to be a badass, who's really good at what she's doing, and is on top of things, or she's a complete moron. You need to pick one or the other. A character can't be every archetype that you can think of it's, for whatever moment. It's tough. You need it.
1: And I kind of wanted more of a scene akin to um in the Harley Quinn uh film uh, uh, Birds of Prey film where she like invades the police station, where she's more I still haven't
0: watched that movie.
1: That's the Harley Quinn I expect is someone who just like like, like, comes into a room and just disseminates chaos, and that's how she survives. Like, isn't that when she enters into the police station? She has a beanbag gun with canisters full of, like, smoke and glitter and, like, beanbags, and she's just, like, firing them and just creating absolute chaos as she, like, kicks people uh, that come near her and are, like, choking on the smoke and confused. Like, that's the hard equipment I would expect. Yes, because
0: somebody who does not appear to be a superhero or, like, a a, a powered metahuman
1: would come in and disseminate chaos and then and then make a pointed plan to get from A to B as she, like, you know, maybe, like, flip, Judo flipped a few people and kicked and, and jumped over some bentfaces. Yeah, there. I'm not saying, like, she but, yeah, can't fight, but yeah. She, it's- she, she, she comes out, like, with these, like, holding an assault rifle in each hand... Which is hard. Yes. And like, out out Bloodsport's Bloodsport, and I'm like, yeah, it's just like, it's not very interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that happens to the whole finale. Like, even Polka Dot Man just like, you know, sprays Polka Dots and explodes and dies. And like, everyone just sort of like, uh, does precisely what you've been told they do, exactly as they've been doing. And then, then, this somehow works. And then
0: like, the end, I thought was also sort of dumb. So, the girl, uh, Rat Catcher 2, summons all the rats. Which I was like, oh, okay, I sort of saw this coming. Um, sure you know they're in the
1: jungle gonna no be a offense of yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a jungle in a third world country this, this, yes. she's a she's good place to be
0: yeah there's probably going to be a rat and they start attacking it i'm like oh that's interesting and then harley quinn who's been carrying the javelin for a while because of it like a kind of poorly timed throwaway joke from the beginning uh she jumps through and like punctures his eye and it's like well you didn't really need to do that rats could easily chew through someone's eye eyes are notoriously very soft (laughs) like that's sort of their weakness eyes are ridiculous easy to damage. like we're so easy to damage you wouldn't even really need that sharp of an object just running towards it and jumping you probably would have fallen through even without the spear
1: so like that whole port just
0: seemed pointless because the javelin didn't end up actually doing anything
1: yeah i wonder is it supposed to be special it looks special
0: yeah and that's what i was really disappointed in was like that was their chekhov's javelin moment I was like, she could have just done that with a knife or a sharp piece of wood, or what's his name could have shot the eye, and she could have jumped through. You know what I mean? There was like no reason for the javelin, the javelin bit to be in the movie. It never paid off in a way that mattered. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna have her uh, like if you're gonna have that keep being brought up, it needs to do something at the end that no one else could have done. But it does.
1: I mean, I, I found some joy in the, the scrappy team using whatever they had, and the, and the throwaway joke became. A component of the finale like I, nah. I wasn't upset about that i just thought it just seemed um, pointless i also did enjoy her awkwardly sort of like like rigging the javelin into the taxi that the man yeah <laughs> like fixer i was enjoying a, her calm exit to that scene was was funny as is uh as is a scene where we we see all of them like getting into position like polka dot man's like looking down the street and like they're getting some grappling situation going on and they, they cut the peacemaker who's scoped in on an absolute innocent yes <laughs> clearly a secretary making copies
0: and he's like there's only one person in the office i can take her out
1: <laughs> yeah again further evidence of john Cena's like hard delivery was just like such a perfect for yeah. that sequence and then yeah.
0: then we get the peacemaker flag fight which I, I don't know this was something else that i felt i don't know to me the idea that Amanda Waller turned out to be a bad guy was just like, yeah, I know. Like, this isn't her... You know what I mean? Like, the, the like, reveal that she's sent this is, Peacemaker... I was just like, this is just sort of, like, really boring. It was such an But it's expected, right, though. It's, but it's, it's so Amanda ex- Waller
1: but as she's supposed to be portrayed as a very hard to nail down yeah morally uh,
0: dubious but then like the point is though is like it's not a twist it wasn't exciting the whole time i was like oh peacemaker's definitely gonna turn on them like it was clear from the very beginning i was like oh clearly peacemaker is her she's gonna have them there's something there she wants either the research or something and i was like boy that's gonna be it's just boring you know what i mean like you can't have a character whose motivation it's like loki he's shit in most of the thor movies because all he ever does is betray Thor. It's never interesting when it happens because you always know it's going to happen. That's what made Ragnarok good was he didn't actually do it that time. That's the one time that made it interesting and then they killed his the character off which was an interesting choice. <laughs> but like when you have a character yeah. who every time you see them is like oh it turns out guess what they're always coming up with a, you know, a second angle you're just like yeah I, it's an M. Light Shyamalan movie at this point. It's not a twist. I know it's coming, and I'm just annoyed
1: when it does. I didn't expect Flag to die. I did not expect um, him to kill
0: Flag either, because I like I I Flag. I like
1: Joel Ki- Joel Kinnaman's really cool. Sarah also was a big fan of him. Yeah, I like the um, actor, and
0: I, I think the character was good, because he was, like, the only, like, the moral compass and, to a group of f- people who have no morals.
1: And I found this a little frustrating, because of the characters, like, of the top five characters that I liked, like, fucking three of them died. Like, you know, it's just... It's just difficult. So you're uh,
0: saying that boomerang was in the top five characters you liked? <laughs>
1: okay, maybe not. But just, uh, uh, of the characters I enjoyed, uh, like a lot of them died, and so it's a little disappointing. Like again, I, I thought Idris's uh, Idris Elba, and of course, I thought uh, Peacemaker died as well. Even though I, uh, even though he was a, he turned into a villain, I, I found him interesting. I found him funny um and, and and up until the post credit you think he's dead too or if you yeah about his television show well i was confused um, i was like he must live because they have a tv show yeah they have a tv show coming out which which should be interesting uh if, if that character can hold up a whole show i don't know uh but but yeah like Idris isn't particularly deep you know he's more of a he, he's mostly a straight man uh even though which allows him to be funny yeah and i enjoyed like the the charm from um from from Ratcatcher 2 Mm-hmm. uh uh but i really like the like the the, the very oddness of polka dot man and, and uh, yeah. like i said david Desmashi and like, i was disappointed
0: when they killed him because i was like oh uh, pretty
1: for a really kind of, kind, of, kind of very telegraphed joke it was not they, they,
0: funny yeah
1: yeah they fade out and he's like i'm a superman and they go to a wide shot and i'm like no and then he dies yeah and as like, soon as they cut, him cut him and he turned around away. i was like they're gonna kill him and i thought too because i was like what
0: a weird choice because if you're gonna make another suicide squad movie you would want to bring back the core and then surround them with expendables. Like that's the premise. That's how you've built yeah, a, yeah, you have yeah. built a rule that like, you know, Harley Quinn's never going to die. So it's like, you should have built in these people and had the rest of the crew sort of been expendable. And then, you know, and you know, don't, you don't have to bring everybody back, you know, you know, maybe you don't want to have rat catcher in the next one, or you don't want to have King shark. Cause you know, that bits probably really run its course. Um, but you know, what I mean, I just thought I was like, "Wow, of all the characters to kill, why did you kill him?" Because he seemed like he would have had the most still to, like, bring in a sequel. But so yeah, uh, this movie also. I don't. Something's going on in Hollywood where I think the rule is there has to be, uh, like, an actual like rock song in every movie at least once every fifteen <laughs> minutes. This movie had an insane amount of uh music cues. Luckily they were not uh painfully bad and the original score they wrote was actually pretty interesting. Uh that they play um, in the end credits way better than that fucking twenty one Pilots Heathen song that they play at the end of the original, which was like a
1: you know, should have been considered like some sort of crime. I wanna point out that that Sarah had a, a, a ton of positive reaction to the intro song um uh with oh. the chorus that <laughs> Wait, which intro song <laughs> about uh uh as as like the team is dying like the oh t- team a yeah, is yeah. dying uh i can't remember the name of the song but uh uh these are the people who died who died yeah is like the chorus and like sarah was like oh this is the she said, i always thought it was a perfect thing for an action movie like and it was a very good tongue-in-cheek song to play and yeah yeah the i thought she meant the actual good. intro
0: song from the very beginning of the film and i was like yeah because i mean the movie starts with a johnny cash song which is right johnny pretty cash good song, yeah. i think there's a december song in there uh, yeah, there was, which caught me off guard a little bit. There was also some other like I, can't, I I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. There was another like really great uh music cue where I was like, all right, they're really trying to win me over with uh music, uh, you know, just random songs. I can't remember what it was now because it was just like really out of place. Uh,
1: there was a Pixie song. Is that what we're referring to?
0: Yeah, there was the Pixies. I was thinking there was another one, but maybe I'm.
1: Uh it might have but yeah, been he... anyways we can just move on yeah there is a good pixie song in there uh there's a, a kansas song a fratelli song oh yeah uh... yeah so
0: maybe i am thinking it might have been the pixie song i was thinking of because that's the one that plays when they're in the van
1: yeah i think so yeah so uh... I, I think
0: that is the one i do like that oh i also and... do i did like i didn't like uh the scene of her seeing it but i do love that i ain't got no body song by louis prima I'm an odd big Louis Prima fan. <laughs> I don't know how. I listen to tons I of folk music and a little bit of Louis Prima.
1: I thought I might not like King Shark because I don't particularly care for the Groot style character. Uh, you know, yeah. like just the uh, I just have one lines and it's funny that I have one lines. Yeah, he at least but, talked. But he had some some fun delivery. Uh, the the one that got me was him making a little uh, a, a little ver- like like peacemaker. <laughs> Yeah, a little C4 peacemaker. Yeah. He's
0: like, peacemaker. And the
1: dialogue sequence there was, was again, comedy gold from John Cena, which was like, you know, quit fucking around. Uh, peacemaker. Uh, that's actually quite nice. Yeah, he's like, that's quite <laughs> like, nice. He's like, it doesn't really
0: look like me. And he's like, peacemaker.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, and the they, they cut back to her during the Explosion. I mean, that's, that's. It's good delivery. There's a lot of lines that definitely landed for me comedically. Yeah, um, I, I would say that there
0: was a. I mean a decent amount of like really good jokes, a handful of really bad jokes and a handful of like really good jokes.
1: Something I also liked about the finale, um, is that, uh, I was reading some interview with James Gunn, uh, asking, uh, about his choice of villain, uh, with, with doing Starro the Conqueror. And he was t- talking about how he had read a comic in which Starro was, you know, the main villain and loved it. And he was, desperate to get into a movie and also because he wanted to do it right and i think he made a joke that if i think i said this in the mini episode that if they if if dc did it in like a major justice league movie which they never would do but if they did it would be like a like a black and gray like yeah. alien looking creature you know what i mean they, they would totally take all the fun out of it and for him to make it a giant purple the way it's, Kaiju I mean, that's just the exact way it looks so much more fun like the color so much more fun and i love that that was a vision that he got to to get them it's down kind of BCU. a sad thing too when it dies and it says that i just was happy out
0: there i was, watching yeah, the I was, stars. I was happy yeah. floating just looking at the stars it's like damn that's a bleak message
1: there um, also some also some bizarre sexual assault implied between the thinker and starro yeah the
0: second one i didn't get that i was like i thought maybe it was like because he meant like he was cutting up this like the little starros but then i was like are they trying to imply he fucked one of the star like the tiny starros because i don't think that would be possible or like
1: or like had intercourse with like one of the women or or men or one of the people who was like under possession because they're all like a central being that's fucking gross yeah <laughs> that's fucking I, didn't, weird. I didn't like that i don't think i needed like i don't i didn't need the thinker to be useless and a rapist like yeah. i don't think that really helped me like enjoy the movie anymore i didn't I quite enjoy going yeah, to yeah.
0: and his comeuppance didn't really feel that great
1: yeah i mean he died <laughs> it just seemed bizarre yeah um uh uh but the, yeah, the finale was i mean obviously again this is probably, like, every scene that I would want to complain about, like, the Harley gun scene or the ending scene having some unclear power characters attacking an unclear power, you know, villain, um, it's all visually fucking fantastic to look at. Like, I mean, the sets and, and are stunning, the costumes are a delight, like, you know, uh, 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 watching them leap off of collapsing buildings that are sliding into a favelas like it's a lot to look it's a lot to enjoy for like in terms of like a roller coaster movie um i didn't complain about a lot of that Uh, are you saying you could have no no uh i wouldn't have and and the costume choice possibly again my favorite is david dust his stupid jumpsuit his polka dot jumpsuit is the best yeah, it his, looks his like his mom stitched really, it. It's really lazy. It <laughs> looks like his mom made it for him, which I think again, and he talks about his mom and his siblings, some of them who lived. Yeah. I wanna know more. What, like one I, of I'm so bad that he died. She's the, yeah. the
0: woman who looks like a stained glass window. Um yeah, and I, I mean I thought like the scene where um Bloodsport explains why he's afraid of rats, and Rat Catcher tells the story of her dad and everything i thought that was like interesting and then at the end when she summons all the rats and Bloodsport like freaks out and she's like holding him all the rats are running over him because he's freaking out and she's like trying to protect him i was like there's some good heart mo- moments in the movie but i guess i think we already know the answer i, I assume you're going to say you'd recommend people watch this movie
1: yeah i mean especially considering that it's on you know it's on streaming already so it's possible for someone to take a look at it yeah i would recommend seeing it i i think like i said at the very very top that it does a good job of not wasting anyone's time if you're returning from the other bad movie or you're familiar with the comics um to some degree it it moves quick enough to avoid that but also i think that opening sequence is very grabbing for someone who's not expecting it who's coming in fresh um, so, so so, in kind of two ways, it's interesting. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, the comedic timing of Idris and, and David Dasmashian and, uh, and Cena really carry the film. Uh, people like Harley, and she's doing stuff in this movie, even if people on this episode didn't care for it on the whole, or not Look, at all. I like my Harley um, more classy, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's way more things to 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 to, to a lot about this movie than there is to complain about i think yeah Uh, i i would say
0: um it's worth watching if you and i mean you're listening to this podcast so you enjoy comic book movies and it's probably worth watching once i would say it's probably going to be like an ant-man and wasp like i'll watch it one time and i have zero interest in ever seeing it again like i i do not think that's fair ever, ever take the time to watch it it's too long it's not that good um there's parts of it that are really and i don't know if in three weeks i'll remember any of the movie it's it's just sort of i put down at the end i'm not really sure this was a full movie like it doesn't you know there's like a lot of little vignettes in it of like character growth but the plot's pretty show up kill monster that's sort of the end of the movie and nothing really not a whole lot changes so overall it was much i mean compared to the first one if you guys listened to that episode you'll know uh, i i recommended no one ever watch that uh I think I might have recommended that they burn the negatives so that no one could ever turn it into a DVD.
1: Yeah, I would concur with that, yeah. Yeah, so
0: this is... It's definitely worth seeing once, I think. i You know, overall, it's worth it. Uh, probably going to be the only one, because I don't know, James Gunn's tied up for, like, another four years making the new Gu- Guardians movie, so...
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what... D- Will this have any kind of impact on course-correcting? Because DC's, like veering the fucking car all over the place you know one minute uh cancelling the dcu i'm pretty sure i think it's done they gotta be because it's 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 so confusing and then to get in a public fight to to, with to to release a second version of a movie they fucked up yeah you know i and then and then pull in this off color like weird shit that's great but like very different from everything else i think that's going that on. their
0: plan is that they're just gonna make movies now and they'll be loosely related but there's not gonna be like a central that's universe. probably the right call give I, yeah up. i think because you know give up nobody knows if Cavill's coming back uh they Affleck's not coming back the movie but i mean like the flash movie is still set in the same year it's very weird like they I just don't know what they're doing. So, but anyways, uh, check out Suicide, the Suicide Squad. Don't check out just Suicide Squad. That movie was shit. It's extremely important.
1: It's extremely yeah, important. Never has you an get article right.
0: been so important. Like <laughs> never. Uh, check that out. It's on HBO Max. If you have it, uh, you can also you know just get like a free seven day or something trial and then cancel before they charge you and watch it. So, you know, stick it to the man. Uh, come back next week. Uh, we'll tell you what movie we're doing
1: next. Assuming a threat to his tenure, Professor Monroe took on the costume identity of Weasel and murdered several of his Stanford alumni. <laughs> I can't believe this guy's real. Who fights that hard for tenure at Stanford?
0: <laughs>